0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 60th episode of the Boundless Business Podcast. Today, is just me and Justine here, but regardless, we're going to have such a great call and uh, meeting. So,
1: Justine, how are you? I'm good. Excited for the weekend. I'm not going to have as much fun as Larissa will this weekend. She's going to the Taylor Swift concert. So I'm sure we'll hear all about it next week in our podcast. We'll,
0: we'll make sure they include like a five-minute segment about yeah. Taylor Swift. She is so a excited. Taylor
1: Swift recap for sure.
0: <laughs> I love it. We'll include images and in everything. Um, awesome. So Justine, what are we talking about today?
1: Today we're going to talk about um, designing an effective sales funnel for landscapers and home services professionals so that they can convert their leads into customers. So we're gonna kind of go through the steps, starting with defining your target audience.
0: Absolutely, so just like any other niche, especially in the landscape world, it's very easy to think, oh, I can help everyone, which is usually not the case because there are so many types of people who own homes. There are first time home buyers, there are um, people with families, there are ones that rent, those are uh, those that actually own that, their house. So defining your market will help you actually understand where where can, A, can I find them, but also like what what problems do you, they have, right? Like what are their needs? Uh, what are their desires, right? Uh, if it's your first time house, maybe what you're thinking about uh, will be totally different than if you have, let's say three or four kids, right? Maybe when's your first home, you have this idea of like, oh, I really want uh, a hot tub or, or pool or something like that maybe with kids you want that too but instead like a smaller pool maybe you want a bigger pool maybe you um, you know uh, like more of the minimalist you know uh, uh, landscaping when you are a little older maybe you want full-on grass white picket fence when you're younger so the reason I bring up these is because once you understand like who you're actually marketing to then you can put out offers as well as focuses to help those specific people, right? Uh, because let's say you, you go after uh, like homeowners, right? It's very different sale than like renters and usually have to go to like the property management uh, management of that, uh, those people. So that's usually like why creating an audience is so important. Um, Just do you have anything to add on, on that side?
1: Um, yeah, I think it's super important to first define your target audience so that you can better decide how you want to reach those people. So let's kind of move into how to create awareness about your service and how you decide where to put out your message.
0: Yeah, really the nice thing about marketing is there's only so many channels that you can use. So you can use traditional, you can use and traditional, let's just define that as anything quote unquote like uh, uh, old school. So radio, flyers, you know, uh, signs on people's yards, uh, that's traditional. And then kind of the new age internet marketing focus. So social media, Google's, let um, you know, banner, stuff like that. So once you kind of know who you're targeting, let's say you're targeting a demographic that's a little older, maybe more traditional means like flyers, uh, radio might be much more appropriate for that. Now, let's say that you're targeting first time home buyers, most of them are, you know, 25 to 35. So social media might be a great mechanism for that. Maybe it's like next door or maybe like Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. Even we've started seeing a lot of ads being generated from TikTok. So uh, it really like getting awareness is really focused on like, is it traditional? Is it uh, non traditional? Uh, and then is it paid? Is there content marketing? Is it more passive? Uh, Are you just posting on social or are you putting ad dollars behind it? How are you tracking? Um, So really like the, the goal is to get these potential customers to really know about who you are and become interested if they have the problem that you have said that you can solve.
1: And without giving away our secret sauce, do you have any tips for like messaging or maybe what those specific ads might look like or any tips you have?
0: The biggest tip I have is transformation. Most individuals have a transformation and this people might be upset with the statement but really like we are in the want category and not a need so i mean i'm in arizona when the you know your ac goes out and it's 120 degrees out there i don't think you want the ac to be fixed you need the ac to be fixed same with like let's say that you are in um uh, another part of the states and your heating goes out in the middle of winter and it's below twenty degrees. Like you need to get that fixed. So really, like for what we're focusing on on the landscaping side, it's it's once it's like p- painting the future. Like don't don't really focus on like how you get there. Focus on where you're going, uh, because during the sales process, you can walk them through how you kind of get there.
1: Yeah, kind of like showing what the dream outcome could be.
0: Yeah, like paint, Like tell me where. Like like describe the day i wake up in the awesome villa in hawaii and <laughs> coffee's already made there's fruit everywhere and it's just beautiful
1: oh sign me up right now let's go yeah
0: <laughs> next on this trip let's go right
1: yeah let's do it um so next i have written down offer a lead magnet so do you want to take kind of talk about that
0: absolutely so lead magnet's everyone has their different definition. Basically, it's it's some type of usually like online, but it doesn't have to be it's like in the traditional sense it could be actually like a pamphlet or a voucher or a coupon or something like that, uh, that you give your information for you know, your name, email, phone number, or that's sent directly to you uh, to somehow get some like goodwill, you know, uh, moving between parties. So like a lead magnet could be a PDF on five reasons to install turf, or uh, maybe it's like three ways to keep your, you know, you know pool clean this summer, or uh, how a Arizona homeowners can reduce their heating and cooling costs by, you know, using this specific pack in solar or whatever that is. So a lead magnet is basically just something that you give someone in exchange, you get their contact information uh, for for something, it could be a free console. It could be, like we mentioned, a like content specific. Uh, but really, like, the, the goal here is to get some exchange, some goodwill between each other so that when the problem comes up or if you're running another promotion, you have an audience to market to specifically.
1: Okay, and then once you get that contact information um, from your target audience, let's kind of talk about how to start messaging them, what that kind of process looks like.
0: Yeah, so, like, very seldom, the very first time that you talk to them, you will close the deal. Let's take a a backyard redesign, right? If someone calls you up and says, hey, I want my back back uh, backyard completely redesigned, and the person just says, great, let's get started, you will probably feel very skeptical, because you don't know what they want. Do they want a pool? Do they not want a pool? Do they want real grass, fake grass? Like... What is, you know, how big is their backyard? Where are they even located? So you need to be able to have a conversation and build that trust with them. So you usually, like I said, the 99.99999% of the time that you can't actually close the deal, then you want to first schedule like an estimate with them or a phone call or something where you can gather more information. The worst thing that you could do is just go into the assumptive close because most likely you don't have the context to know what their price range is, what they actually care about. Like some people have these full on dreams, but they're willing to compromise on A, B and D, but not C or E, right? So you want to make sure that you have a plan around C and E specifically, even though the others, you can maybe wait until you for another time or wait and do something else with them. So with that being said, I mean, you just want to make sure that you are being top of mind. So this means calling them, emailing them, texting them. Once you identify what medium they communicate best on, focus there. Um, Show past work, right? If someone is starting to drop off or comparison shop, bring back why they contacted you specifically. Maybe they had a horrible experience with the last person. Bring up how you're going to mitigate those risks. Uh, Guarantee what you're going to do is going to be, Amazing. Do um, you just want to make sure that you're always staying top of mind with them? Because it, again, this is a, a, a want, not a need, right? So, like when they really, really want to do it, then you're the first choice and most logical choice to do that.
1: And then, what is your advice for if you're messaging people and you've had a few back and forth, but then they stop messaging you altogether and they just start ghosting you? What do you do then? <laughs>
0: I have so I have some little, little hacks, right? So uh, on your phone, if you go there, there's a little, little star button, right? So you can call, do star sixty seven, and then the person's number. You can call them, and it will show up on the other person's side as an unknown. So most likely, when it's unknown, if they if you've been texting them from the same number, they might already think, "Oh, I'll get to that later. I will get to that later." By doing this, right, and you can do this from other people's numbers or or your own. Uh, you're able to stand out, right? Uh, otherwise, I run very timely promotions. So let's say they really want new lighting in a backyard barbecue, right? I'll run very something very specific that's a very, uh, very specific to offer, like uh, free lighting when you do a backyard barbecue, whatever, only good for the next 10 hours, but a little time limit. Even if they say, oh, I can't do it, but can we talk and can we get extension or whatever? Awesome. Let's, at least we're re-engaging the conversation. Uh, I like to share past work too. So if they really want a pool installed, pool is a a large job, right? Minimum of like fifty-five, sixty thousand dollars. So share before and afters of kind of what they had in mind, because seeing it versus kind of hoping for it is two different beasts. And my favorite is just text them with uh, like a very simple yes or no. So are you still interested in getting a pool? Is you uh, you know uh, uh, we only have two spots left before you're on a wait list for like six weeks uh can I get you scheduled or something like that whereas a simple yes no because even if it's not no right now you can still keep working them in the future
1: yeah so those leads that are like not right now you kind of put them into a different sequence different follow-up sequence
0: absolutely like that so let's say they said not right now maybe they have a time for July or something like that I would continue to reach out to them once every I mean, I'm aggressive, so I do once a week, but you can do it once every two weeks with updates, what you're seeing. Uh, maybe there's n- increasing cost in a certain piece or material, like last year, wood got really expensive. So bring that up, hey, wood's getting expensive. You know, XYZ study says that's probably gonna go up 10%. If you, we wanna lock down something now with the deposit, we can uh, just to make sure that we save you the most money. So. Just making sure you communicate with them, because most of these people, feel this be surprised, like, they usually are great people and don't want to waste your time either, so you just want to make sure that you're kind of that friend. And sometimes just even checking in on them, right? Like, hey, name, crazy that's been raining here, everything okay with your plants, or, you know, uh, if you need any help, um, I don't know. Finding someone to fix that broken door because we don't do that. I'm happy to help and make a referral. So you just want to make sure that you're you actually care, and the businesses that win are the ones that care the most.
1: Makes sense. Um, Okay, let's move on to the leads that are ready to buy. How do we make this process as easy for them to buy as possible, and what are our tips there?
0: The biggest thing is make sure that you actually keep them in the in the loop because especially when you're closing a deal, they might really want to close but they don't know what are the steps that you know that that they need to go through because if you just send a contract they might not know that they have to sign the contract before it starts they might be like oh contract's good they're they're gonna do xyz so biggest thing is communicate with them hey send the contract uh, once you sign a happens b happens and then c happens uh, but we need you to do b if you have any questions about you know a you know i don't know item one two or three just let me know and then continue to say that hey um we you said you wanted to get started on monday we we're coming up to like you know it's wednesday i need to be able to get materials tomorrow and friday uh, if you still want to start monday if you want to post it, you know postpone it and potentially have to do it three four uh, weeks in the future that's okay i just want to let you know uh because kind of it's kind of the uh, homework side of it right it's um you want to make sure that you are they know exactly what's going to happen and what they need to do to get that successful grade.
1: Yeah. A common theme throughout this seems like just communicate. Communication is key here. But... Communication
0: is so underrated. You have no idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Um so nearing the end of the sales cycle here, after a sale is made, um, how important is it to follow up uh with your customers and how can we help retain them? for the long-term.
0: Yeah, so we've actually, uh, I think last week did a whole pot about how to retain people. But the biggest thing is also once you're doing the project, making sure that you communicate fully what's going on. Like, hey, we're starting Monday. we're gonna The team's gonna do this. By Wednesday, we're gonna do this. And then I start sprinkling in the idea that, hey, we're actually gonna start asking you for um, uh, a referral in the future. So, uh, or a Google review or something. So that's gonna come here. Uh, and then basically once something's checked off, communicate to that, hey, we just finished leveling the ground. We're also now going to start digging the uh, irrigation and installing the lights probably by the end of Tuesday. If there's any impediments or any problems or anything, the biggest thing is communicate that with someone. Um, you don't know how simple it is to de- like de-escalate de- something by just communicating, hey, uh, at first, ABC didn't show up, so we can't do this. I've called these four people, those guys coming out. It's going to push it back 12 hours or a day or two days. Um, just keeping them in the loop because most people, even if they don't necessarily like respond directly to it, because most people don't, just knowing that you're proactive can sometimes, it, it just sets a new bar where it's like, oh, they're actually telling me what they're doing. They're doing the thing. And in the future, we'll increase the likelihood they give you great referrals, that they actually leave your review and that they do future business with you. Because we've all worked with someone that said they were gonna do something and they don't. And that makes us feel cheated in a sense. And we just don't want that for our customers. And the best way to grow is once we have a happy customer get more people just like them and make them happy.
1: Awesome, is there anything that we missed in this whole designing a sales funnel?
0: No, I think the biggest thing is like don't overcomplicate it, just map it out. You know, we're we're throwing a lot of things. If you pause and listen you can you really see the funnel. But if someone starts here, what happens when they answer the call? What happens when they don't? When do I follow up? But you can just draw it out in on paper and then you don't really have to I mean Larissa would be here saying, Hey, we have to operate and rationalize and automate as much as possible. But you don't have to do that right away. You can just do it manually until you have something that's make makes sense for you and then you can build a system on top of it. But don't overcomplicate it because truth be told, we're just figuring out hacks to keep people in the loop and talk to them. So just make sure that you talk to people.
1: Awesome. Well that's all I had. Um anything else before we end it
0: No, that's it. I I would just say that don't if you feel like you're communicating too much, you probably aren't. So don't think you're annoying people and and if they feel annoyed, they'll tell you. So I mean they're I would just rather you go through this process and keep getting keep getting more leads and close more leads and get more business uh, than worrying about the one or two people that find it annoying that you're keeping them up to date and stuff like that. But that's awesome. Justine, any other comments that you have? I know that uh, that you do a lot of the content and lead nurturing through content. So I don't know if you wanna lend any expertise there.
1: Um. Yeah just like continuing to post on social media, even for your, even if it's just for existing customers, just to stay top of mind when they're scrolling through their social media feeds and they see a great before and after picture from you, like that's a great way to keep them engaged and keep them knowing about your service and reminding them that you're there. And if they ever need anything again, you're there for them. So yeah, definitely important to stay active on your social media
0: <laughs> absolutely and if you have emails same thing there like keep them updated their email so justine this has been amazing hopefully you have a great rest of your weekend too i mean i can't believe it's thursday this so week just flew by but uh if you guys have any questions email me at nico get balancemedia.com thank you so much for listening and we'll talk real soon peace